Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Can I Own podcast. I am your host, Art Veal. Uh, Let's get right into what we're going to be discussing today. Today, we are going to be looking at questions to ask when you're going into a rent-to-own property. Um, I, myself, have run a rent-to-own company for uh, probably the last eight or nine years. And I've helped a lot of families buy their home through rent to own. I've helped a lot of families, uh, even if they didn't buy the house, they got into a better financial position. And there are some key questions that you always need to know going into getting into a rent to own. And I wanted to go over those key questions. Um, Sometimes people, uh, ask these questions when they're getting into a program with with one of our rental home programs but most of the time they do not ask these questions and I point them out but when you're dealing with rental own not all rental own programs are created equal um, sometimes when you're dealing with someone who's not very familiar with rental own and they're setting it up for the first time or they're you know they're kind of following something someone else told them to do you might get a lot of different responses um, or a lot of things can be really uh, there's no uniform protocol. So you want to ask some questions to make sure that you're protecting yourself in one of these transactions. So these are a couple of the most important questions that you should ask if you're considering getting into a rent to own. The first and probably most important question that you should ask, well, no, I won't say it's the most important, but it's the it's in the top three questions you should ask is before you go any further, before you sign anything, what is the price of the house? A lot of times I've, I've dealt with families that were in a rent to own and the owner never told them the price of the house. And if the owner never tells you the price of the house, then to be honest with you, you're probably not in a real rent to own. Um, the reason they don't do that is because rent to own works. Uh, it can work two ways. One is attractive to landlords because it can allow landlords to get out of some of the costs that that are associated with running a rental property. They can usually put repair costs and different things on the tenant because their logic is that you're going to buy the house. And that's fine in some cases, but you need to know what you're getting into. So if they don't tell you the price, what they can do is they can simply uh, sometimes they'll say, well, when you're ready to buy, let me know and I'll let you know the price. And that's very dangerous because for two reasons. One, if they don't want you to buy the house. They'll just set the price at a, a number that's higher than the house is really worth. And even if you were to get qualified for financing, when it's time for you to get the appraisal, it won't appraise for enough. And they'll say, well, you can't buy the house. And then you have spent all your time, money and effort in trying to get this house and you can't buy it. And because of the fact that it doesn't appraise for enough, that's they don't have to lower the price. They can say, well, this is the price in the house. You can either pay the difference or you can just not buy the house. And so you can lose out on something like that. And so it's very it can be very frustrating. So this the other part of it is besides them uh, not trying to actually sell you the house. The other part is let's say you go into the house and the house is in average condition, but you're excited and you're going to make this house your own and you have every intention of buying this house. 
Well, you go in and you do improvements. You go in and paint. You go in and put in new flooring or you go in and put in new cabinets or you add value to the house. Well, if you add value to the house, then that house is more than likely worth more money than when you moved into it. Um, now, if you do minor things like fixing something or, you know, just painting, I wouldn't say painting would actually add value. But if you do something major like add a, a system like a furnace or um, or add kitchen cabinets or you do the flooring over or maybe you add hardwood floors to a house that didn't have hardwood floors. If you do cosmetic repairs to a house, um, especially major cosmetic repairs, then you're increasing the value of that house. And if they don't tell you the price in the beginning, then you've increased the value and you've actually given them money because all they're going to do is say, wow, the house looks much nicer now. It's probably worth this much as opposed to when you moved in, it was worth this much and you won't get that benefit. They'll just set the price higher to absorb that money that you put into the house. So you always want to make sure that uh, one of the top three questions, at least, is what is the price of the house? Um, and you want to check on a couple of different places to make sure that price is in line with the market. So you can check on the website Zillow.com and get an idea. You can check on uh, eAppraisal.com and get an idea. Uh, you can even check the county records and get an idea of what houses in the area are selling for, depending on where you live. Now, the next question you want to ask, and it's probably number two in the top three questions, the, uh, what price, what is the price of the house is probably number three, but this is probably number two, is how long do I have to purchase the house? When you do a rent-to-own, typically there is a deadline that you need to purchase the house by. So it might be one year, two years, three years. Sometimes, in some cases, they uh, landlords do not put a deadline on the house. And they say, you can, whenever you buy, you can buy, but you can continue to rent until you buy. But most landlords do put a timeline, a deadline on when you need to buy. And if you don't buy in uh, that timeline, then they can either cancel the agreement they can either change the price that you're buying the house for or they can just agree to say they don't want to sell you the house and ask you to move out. And they have every right to do that. So you want to get an idea of how long do you have to purchase the house. And some landlords don't tell you up front. Um, so you want to make sure you pay attention and ask that kind of question. It's very important. Uh, the next question you want to ask is, do you offer any kind of assistance with helping me get qualified for a home, to qualify to buy this home? When you go into a rent-to-own, nine times out of ten, you're going into a rent-to-own because you're not ready to buy the house right now. You don't have either the down payment money together or you don't have the credit in order or maybe you have a short job history or maybe you're self-employed and you're having trouble verifying your income. And so a lot of times you need help to get qualified. Now, you may know what that what you need to do or you may not know, but it's always good to ask if the landlord or the person you're doing the rent to own with will offer any kind of assistance. If you get into one of the uh, a real rent to own program, as opposed to kind of a mom and pop, just a you know, single landlord program, then a lot of times the bigger programs will offer some sort of support to help you get qualified for the home. Um, but you always want to ask because, you know, you never know. And if, if you don't ask, you definitely won't get. Now, that's not in the top three, but that is another important quest question to ask. Um, another question you want to ask is what happens to my money if I don't buy the house? 
typically when you get into a rent to own, you have to put down an option deposit or some money toward the purchase price um, to get into the house. It's, it's a, a lot of times it's different than a security deposit. Some people do just charge a security deposit, but most people that are doing rent to own, most places that do rent to own usually charge some kind of down payment or option deposit or something like that. And you want to ask if something happens and I don't buy the house, let's say you get in the house and it's just, you know, it's way more work than you expected. Or let's say you get into the house and the neighborhood is much more dangerous than you thought it was or something like that. And so you always want to check and make sure what happens if I don't buy the house. If they tell you that you're going to lose your money, that's that's OK. You know, as long as you know that up front and you're prepared to deal with it. But you want to know what happens so that you can, you know, really weigh your options and get a true idea of, you know, if this is right for you. Now, another important question, this is probably number four. It's not in the top three, but it's probably right behind the top three is who is responsible for repairs and improvements on the house? Um, this is a question a lot of people overlook because they are coming from a rental and they assume that they're going to get the best of the a rental with the best of renting to own. And one of the drawbacks a lot of times with rent to own for a tenant is that you're responsible for any repairs or improvements. It means that you're going to have to make the updates and keep up with the house. You're going to have to repair that leaky faucet. You're going to have to, if the pipes burst, you're going to have to repair that. If if the ceiling you know collapses or anything like that, you're going to have to repair that stuff. Now, some major repairs can fall under insurance but it has to be a major repair and you know the the owner is not obligated to use their insurance if they don't want to they can say no you're responsible for that repair and you have to make it now like i said in most cases if it's a major repair they usually will use their insurance but you might even be responsible for the deductible on their insurance so you always want to ask who's responsible for the repairs if it's a larger repair and the insurance has to pay for it who's going to have to pay for that deductible and you know, you want to know that stuff up front. None of these things are things that will stop you from doing the rent to own. But at the same time, you need to know these things so you can know exactly what you're getting into. Now, this last question is the number one question that you should ask whenever you are doing a rent to own. If you don't ask any of these other questions, if you ignore everything I've said on this podcast and only ask this question, you'll be better off than 90% of the people that get into rent to own. And the question is, will you put that in writing? Whatever you ask, whatever the landlord tells you, whatever they say they're going to do or whatever they say you're going to get this benefit or it's going to cost this much, whatever they say, you want it in writing. If you do not have it in writing, it did not happen. I don't care if they told you that the house could fly and it had wings if they don't put it in writing, it does not matter. You have to have it in writing. So when they say what when you ask what is the price of the house and they tell you, then I would say, OK, and you're putting that in writing and they get the answer. How long do I have to purchase the home? You have this long. OK, and you're putting that in writing. You have to ask, uh, do you offer any assistance? Now, they don't have to necessarily put that in writing, but I would always ask, you know, if they've said they're going to do some kind of assistance. And, and you're fine, you're okay with that, I would say I want that in writing. I want that you're going to do this assistance because this is what you told me. 
Same thing what happens to my money. Same thing who's responsible for the repairs. You want as much of this, if not all of it, in writing because without writing, you have no agreement. I can't tell you how many uh, I, I used to work in eviction court um, a long time ago, many moons ago when I was a college student. And I uh, worked at the uh, circuit courts and I would sit in eviction court and I can't tell you how many people came into court and they told the judge all these things that the, the landlord promised them. And the landlord, all the judge said was, do you, the, the, all the judge said to the tenant was, do you have it in writing? And the tenant would say, no, but he told me. And he'd say to the landlord, if he wouldn't even address the landlord. He'd say to the tenant, if you don't have it in writing, I can't enforce it. He'd ask the landlord, did you agree to that? And the landlord would say, no, I don't remember. And he'd say, okay, well, I can't enforce it. That is the number one question you want to ask when looking at rent to own. Another question that is another question that you want to, um, or not so much a question, but something you need to be prepared for is ask them, is it okay if my attorney reviews this? Um, it's always good to have an attorney review a contract or an agreement uh, like a rent to own agreement because this is a substantial investment for you and you need to treat it as such. It's an investment. It's not a, a gift. It's not a handout. It's an investment on your part and you need to treat it as such and you need to protect yourself. So if they'll allow, if they say they will allow you to give it to your attorney, which they shouldn't stop you, there's no law saying they can stop you from showing it to your attorney. I would get one of the prepaid legal services or get an attorney that you know or someone that's familiar with real estate law and let them look over the agreement and make sure everything is on the up and up. And if they have concerns, address those concerns before you sign anything. I know you're going to be eager to get into this place and check it out and everything else. But believe me, you will save a lot of headache and money and time by going the right route and having an attorney look at it over just saying, I'm sure this will work out and dealing with it later. So make sure you protect yourself when you're looking at rent to own. Rent to own can be very alluring to families. It's a great way to get into a home when you might not have been able to get into one before, but you have to protect yourself. This is still a, a business and an investment and you have to treat it as such. So I hope these quick tips have helped you and gave you something to think about if you're considering rent to own. If you have further questions or you have a situation that you're having or have had in the past with rent to own and you'd like some advice or like some like to hear my thoughts, by all means, put your comments in the comments section below. I'll be happy to take a look at it and get back to you with a response. Um, until next time, this has been Art Veal with the can i own podcast i look forward to talking with you on the next podcast have a great day and i will see you later goodbye <laughs>